Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! Pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Peter! Lee! I was looking for you! I was looking for you! Okay, Okay, stop. stop. Peter, this is sort of a sensitive subject, but we've been on this ship for a while now, and, well... I'm sort of out of shirts. What do you mean? Like you don't have any more clean shirts? No, I mean, I'm sick of all the shirts I do have. I'm bored. Can I give you one of these coconuts I found in exchange for one of your shirts? What? No way. A coconut is not worth nearly as much as a t-shirt. Okay, well, how about two coconuts? Maybe. Three coconuts? I don't know. Five coconuts? Closer. Six coconuts? Hmm. Ten coconuts? I just don't know. Twelve! Nah. Sixteen coconuts! I just love all my shirts so much! One hundred coconuts, Peter! That's my final offer! I'll take it! Phew! Here's a shirt! Whoa! It's your t-shirt with a T-Rex at a computer that says Computersaurus Rex. You love this shirt. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, where are my hundred coconuts? Peter, I don't have a hundred coconuts. Is it what? Bye. <gasps> Over tree. Yeah. Story Pirates.
Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone! Where each week we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. This week we're really excited about two new stories we're going to perform for you, as well as a brand new monetary system I'm about to introduce so that I don't have to lie about how many coconuts I have anymore. Yada. Well, let's do our first story! Sounds good! This first story is really interesting and a little bit different from the stories that you usually hear on the Story Pirates podcast. And that's because it actually stars the author himself. Before we play it, I want to tell you a little bit about how we made it. So it all started when the author, a second grader from Tennessee named Luke, sent in an audio recording of him reading his story. So first, let's listen to that recording. Here's Luke reading his story called The Chess Master. Once upon a time, there was a kid that dreamed of being the best chess person ever. And the next day when he went to school, he saw a poster. And it said, chess tournament coming up tomorrow. Better be ready. So all that afternoon, he played chess with his dad. And the next day, he saw the kid. He looked pretty nice, actually, and really good at chess. He saw him bragging to his friends that he played every day of the year, even if the air conditioning wasn't working. So then they decided to play each other. Sadly, I lost, but I still became friends with him. So I felt really good because I had a new friend. The end. Okay, so after we listened to that recording, we called up some friends of ours. Their names are the Gregory Brothers, and we asked them if they could take this recording of Luke and turn it into a song. And what the Gregory Brothers did was they took this recording and they auto-tuned Luke's voice. That means it makes it sound like he's singing instead of speaking. It's really cool, and we're really excited for you guys to hear it. So here to introduce his story is the author, Luke. Hi, my name's Luke. I'm in the second grade, and I live in Tennessee. This is my story. It's called The Chess Master. Once upon a time, there was a kid that dreamed of being the best chess person ever. The best chess person ever. He played every day of the year. Even if the air conditioning wasn't working. Once upon a time, there was a kid that dreamed of being the best chess person ever. The best chess person ever. He played every day of the year. Even if the air conditioning wasn't working. The next day when he went to school, he saw a poster. And it said, chess tournament coming up tomorrow. Better be ready. So all that afternoon, he played chess with his dad. And the next day, he's the best chess person ever. He saw the kid the next day, bragging to his friends that he played every day and really good at chess. So then they decided to play each other. Sadly, I lost. Friends with him. I felt good because I had a new friend. I had a new friend. I felt good. 
best chess person ever. The best chess person ever. He played every day of the year. When the air conditioning wasn't working. The end. And now Lee speaks with the author. Hey, is this Luke? Yep. Luke, I'm so excited to talk to you today about your story. That's awesome. So, Luke, do you play chess? Um, yeah. How did you learn how to play chess? Well, like my brothers and all my siblings. Okay. How many siblings do you have? I have six. Six siblings? Seven. Seven siblings? Yeah. Wow. So there's pretty much ten in all. Wow. That's a big family. We have, like, a huge van. We're actually sitting inside of it right now. Oh, cool. Because you need a huge van to get everyone around, huh? Yeah, really. What's it like being in a big family like that? I don't know. It's loud all the time. and really crazy. What's crazy about it? Everybody's always, like, everywhere in the house. Yeah. Can it be hard to find peace and quiet? Um, yeah, really, sometimes. You usually, like, have to go outside to find peace and quiet or, like, lock yourself in a closet. <laughs> so for any kids out there who have never played chess before, what do you like about chess? Like, I kind of like to win it, but then I like to let other people win it. I just like the game. I, it's, like, really hard. So, Luke, you recorded yourself reading the story. Can you tell me how that came to be? I just went in my mom's closet because, like, there's, like, a loud, crazy family, so. And my mom said I could make a recording, and I sent it to you guys. And it was pretty well edited. Like, did you edit it yourself? So my sister, Becca, um, did it instead of, like, one of her school subjects. In your story, there's a detail I really like where... He says he plays every day, even if the air conditioning wasn't working. Yeah, that was just funny. I think it's funny because some people who don't live in the South, like you do, might be like, what do you mean? What? Why would it be a problem if the air conditioning wasn't working? Yeah, maybe. But like, what's it like when the air conditioning isn't working? I don't know. It's like hot. It's terrible, right? Yeah. You have to go outside, basically. Basically, but then it'll be, like, hot outside if it's hot inside. And you're like, where am I supposed to go for some relief? Just, like, get in the freezer. Just, like, get in the freezer. You could probably find some peace and quiet there, too. Hey, ha, ha. <laughs> Luke, it's been super fun to talk to you today. It's been super fun for me, too. Thanks for letting us perform your story. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Great story. Okay, everyone. I have to tell you all about this amazing thing. Is it a hundred coconuts? No. It's better! It's Shipcoin. Shipcoin? Ship yes. Shipcoin is a currency. You know, like money, but it's only used on ships. This ship, to be exact, because I invented it. So it's money. Well, uh, can you buy stuff with it? Of course. I came up with the idea this morning when I bought Peter's shirt for 100 coconuts, but I didn't have 100 coconuts, so I just took the shirt. Okay. So how much 
ship coin would the shirt cost then? One ship coin. Oh, well, that seems cheap. But my ship coin costs 10 ship coins. Huh? Yeah, and I got those 10 ship coins because I mined a ship coinery. Well, how do we get to the ship coinery? Oh, it's in a secret place, and you have to follow ship coin clues to get there. You know, like a treasure hunt. <gasps> treasure hunt? That sounds great. Also, it only exists inside a computer. Hmm. I don't understand ship coin. But I love it. I know. Okay, I'm not quite on board with ship coin just yet. I mean, what is this currency even based on? It's based on the kefir standard. One bottle of kefir, the healthy drinkable yogurt, equals one ship coin. What? I know, it's confusing, but don't worry. I'm not going to explain it. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Why do we even need special money just for this ship? I mean, how long are we really going to be on this ship? Oh, I don't know, like forever? I've been out some chip coin. I'm passing it out. Wait, 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 wait. Lee, can I just buy some of your ship coin? Huh. Well, I guess you could buy some of this ship coin for 1,000 American dollars. Okay, here you go. Thank you. Bye. No, thank you. Wait a minute. I think. I just got tricked again! Over tree! We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If. Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. If is in theaters May 17th. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing If because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, If celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters May 17th. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter. Hey, Lee. What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here. Thank you. Delicious sushi. Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here. Thank you. What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here. 
Thank you. Peter, why are you getting... It's here. Thank you. This seems like a lot it's of... It's here. Thank you. Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy. I can't stop. Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. <sighs> wow. I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Lee! You can't just get your way on this ship by stealing our shirts and our money. But... And it's not fair that you get to have all of this fake money just because you fake invented it. But I... Yeah, we all have to work together on this ship. And if that means exchanging goods, then we need a way to do it that's fair. But I invented the currency so I could have more than everyone else. That's not how it works. Lee, you're tearing us apart. Ugh. How will we buy things if we don't use a special currency that only I have that is only good on this ship? Well, we can all have our own currency. Huh? Yeah, like, Lee, you're really good at inventing currencies, so, you know, you can trade your currencies for stuff. I think I get it. And Megan is really good at acting and putting on shows, so maybe you could put on shows when you want, say, extra snacks or some new tap shoes. Ooh, I would love that. Ah, a buffalo with two-step, a wingding, and a comic sans. Ah. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Talent. And Rachel, you're great at fixing things, so you could fix stuff in exchange for good. I love that. As I always say, if you've got an air conditioner, I will put it in a window. And Peter, you're really good at, um, agreeing with people. <gasps> you're right! Wow! I guess we do all have our own currencies that make us useful around here. I'm sorry I tried to invent a new kind of money that made me sort of a monster. It's, it's okay. okay. Here, Peter. You can have your shirt back. Oh, thanks, Lee. You know what? Now that I have my own currency, agreeing with people, why don't you ask me for my shirt one more time? Can I have your shirt? I agree! Yay! All right, everyone, let's do the next story. And here to introduce it is the author. Hi, my name is Colton. I'm in the fifth grade, and I live in Germany. This is my story. It's called The Amazing Rake. Samantha? Uh, Samantha, I got a tall sea salt macchiato for Samantha? Yeah, that's mine. Whoa, not so fast, buddy. This here coffee is for Samantha. Yes, I'm Samantha. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Your name is Samantha? Yes, I'm a man and my name is Samantha. Get over it. Can I have my coffee, please? One second. It's not every day you get to meet a gentleman named Samantha, so respectfully, I have a few questions. <sighs> okay, what do you want to know about my name? Is it short for something? What would Samantha be short for? Oh, I don't know. Maybe Samantha or Samantha Million? How about Samantha Bald? No, it's not short for anything. Okay, then is it long for something? Like, is your real name Sam? What? Who goes by a longer version of their real name? I'll tell you who does. The Toddmeister. Your name is Todd? Oh, no, I was talking about my friend Todd. Hey, Todd! I told you, call me the Toddmeister. You got it, buddy. <laughs> I love that guy. No. My name is Samantha, that's my full and real name, and I'm always being picked on for it. Oh, no, I didn't mean to pick on you. For... Just look, 
All I want is my coffee so I can go home, rake the leaves, and relax in front of my TV. Is that too much to ask? Samantha, I can see I crossed the line here, and I apologize. No, it's it's okay. I just I have to deal with this all the time. I understand. I just have one more question. What's that? Is it like a family name? Oh, I'm out of here. <sighs> Finally, home and out on my lawn. Ugh. Nothing relaxes me more than raking leaves. Well, now that that's done, it's time to go inside and relax. Just gonna kick off my shoes, put up my feet, and turn on the old TV. Get ready, America! It's time for everyone's favorite competitive reality TV show, The Amazing Rake! If you like to rake or watch other people rake, then the show about raking leaves is probably right for you. It's the amazing rake. Amazing rake. It's the amazing rake. That's the show that's on right now. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the amazing rake. I'm your host, Lily Gardner, and with me, as always, is Chip Grassley. Hello, Lily. Chip. This season we have some exciting new challenges for our raketeers. That's right. As always, they will have to compete in the rake as many leaves as they can competition. Ah, oh, classic. But this year we have two new challenges. Ooh. The first is the pole vault on rakes. Is that where contestants have to pole vault, but instead of using a pole, they use a rake? Lily, that's exactly what it is. I knew it. And the final challenge will be digging moats with rakes in an ocean of leaves. Well, that certainly is a new one. Tell me, Chip, what is it that our contestants are competing for? They are fighting for this year's grand prize. Which is... A super-duper Mecha Rake. I am Mecha Rake. Seven rakes in one with robo-power. Wow, that's quite a rake. If I knew someone with a rake like that, I would think twice before picking on them. That's it. No one would dare bug me about my name if I owned that mecha rake. I'm going to win the amazing rake. Hello, and welcome to the amazing rake signups. Name, please. My name is Samantha. Whoa, Samantha. That's an unusual... Yes, I'm a man named Samantha. Get over it. Sheesh, okay. Here's your rake. You can go wait over there with the other contestants. Thank you. Other contestants, eh? Well, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to win so that people won't pick on me anymore. Why are people picking on you? Ah, ugh. You shouldn't sneak up on people like that. Oh, sorry. It's just that you were talking out loud and I couldn't help but overhear. Are you competing today? What's your name? My name is Samantha. Now, before you say anything... Nice to meet you, Samantha. My name is Jeff. <gasps> your name is Jeff? Yeah, I get picked on sometimes because I'm a woman named Jeff, but it's okay because it's my name and I like it. Say, Jeff, I know we just met and you know nothing about me, but do you want to be my friend? And we can partner up for this contest. Samantha... I thought you'd never ask. Contestants to the starting line. It's time to rake. Let's go. Welcome back to the amazing rake. If you're just joining us, we are just about done with round one, which is, of course, the rake as many leaves as you can competition. Lily, it looks like we have one final contestant that isn't one contestant at all, but a partnership. It's Samantha and Jeff. Wow, unprecedented. Let's see how they rake. On your marks, get rakes. Rake! And they're off! I gotta say, Lily, I've never seen raking quite like this before. Her relaxed, self-confident nature mixed with his bitter determination is resulting in a whole lot of raked leaves. <laughs> 
And that's time. That was some impressive raking, Lily. Let's see how they do on the pole vault on rakes. On your marks, get rakes, rake! And they're off, running down the track side by side. Lily, I gotta say, pole vaulting might not be the best sport to do with a partner. We will soon see if you're right as they approach the takeoff and... <sighs> they've done it! They've cleared the max height and landed a spot in the finals. Lily, if they're going to hope to compete with the other finalists in the digging moats with rakes in an ocean of leaves competition, they're going to have to bring their A game. I gotta admit it, Chip. I'm still not totally clear on how this one works, but I'm assuming that we'll get it when we see it. And here comes the ocean of leaves. Chip, it's hard to process what we're looking at right now. It could only be described as an ocean of leaves. That's right, Lily. And if we don't see some fresh moots dug very soon, we might all be in trouble. On your marks, get rakes, rake! Jeff, uh, there are too many leaves. I don't think I can rake moats fast enough. You just have to believe in yourself. No, I never should have come here. I wanted to show the world that I was somebody, but I'm about to fail. Then everyone will see that I'm just a nobody with a weird name. So you're a man named Samantha. Get over it. Huh? Who cares what anyone thinks? When I met you 45 minutes ago and instantly decided to become your friend and raking partner, it wasn't because I saw a man with a funny name. It was because I saw a person who loves to rake, just like me. Now tell me, do you want to give up now and just be a man named Samantha? Or do you want to stand up, grab a rake, and be a man named Samantha? Jeff, you're incredible. What say you and me rake some moats into this ocean of leaves? I thought you'd never ask. And that's time. As the leaves settle, it appears that the judges have made their decision. Let's listen in. Ladies and gentlemen, can I have your attention, please? This is Amazing Rake Champions, and the winner of their very own Super Duper Mecha Rake are... Samantha and Jeff! Yeah! Samantha and Jeff, do you have anything to say? I do. I learned a valuable lesson, that you shouldn't worry about what other people think of you. And I learned that from my new best friend, Jeff. Thanks, Samantha. What do you say we hop into this robo-powered mecha rake and get out of here? I thought you'd never ask. Mecha rake? Mecha rake! Take us out of here! Mecha rake flight mode activated! Wow, that really is an amazing rake. And an amazing lesson learned. Now, as we say goodbye, let's join this slowly building chant from the crowd. Samantha and Jeff! Samantha and Jeff. Samantha and I'm Gardner. And I'm Chip Grassley. Good night. Samantha and Jeff. Samantha and Jeff. Samantha and Jeff. Samantha and Jeff. I got two sea salt macchiatos for Samantha and Jeff. I'm Samantha. And I'm Jeff. Wait, you're Samantha and you're Jeff? What? Is something strange about that? Uh, yeah. One very specific thing is strange about that. You two. Ah, celebrities! Wow, I can't believe these Samantha and Jeff are in my coffee shop. Hey, hey, these are on me. You guys are the best. Thanks so much. Have a great day. You too! Wow. Oh, well, I guess that's enough stargazing for one day. Back to work. All right, I got a canister of sea salt caramel gasoline for Mecca Rake. That's mine. Glug, glug, glug. Ah, have a good day. Wow. That was a beautiful rake. 
The end! And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hey, Colton. Hi. How's it going? We're driving to a wrestling tournament right now. And can you tell everybody where you are, like what country you're in? We're in Germany. This is pretty cool because you're the first author we've had on the podcast who doesn't live in either the United States or Canada. So my dad is in the military, uh-huh. so we get stationed overseas. Okay. And, and how many different places have you lived? I was born in Korea, but I don't remember that because I wasn't even one when we moved away. And then we went to Kansas. And this summer, I'm going to Naples, Italy, where I'm going to sleep inside of a volcano. No, stop it. Are you really going to do that? Yes, my brother Kip did it last year. Is it safe? Yeah, it's an inactive supervolcano. What's an inactive volcano? What does that mean? That means that it's not erupting anymore. Okay. And a supervolcano means that it's an area where there's thin crust. So sometimes the lava will leak through. And does this one have a thin crust? Yeah. So you're going to get to see some leaking lava? Maybe. Oh, man, that sounds so cool. So, Colton, how did you come up with your story? Well, it was based off of a pun. Uh-huh. Um, that I made up from the show The Amazing Race, where they run around the world to do different challenges. <laughs> Amazing. And so, in The Amazing Rake, you have Samantha and Jeff. Yes. And how did you come up with the idea for those characters? I just was trying to think of a reason they would go there. And so I thought maybe it's because they don't want to be picked on. Uh Uh-huh. So I was like, well, what's the reason they would be picked on? Well, maybe it's because of their name. So I made a guy named Samantha and a girl named Jeff. Amazing. And in your story... There is a super-duper mecha rake. Can you describe for listeners who don't know what that is? I imagined it like a tractor with a whole bunch of rakes attached. (laughs) And it's got, like, all this machinery steampunk stuff out of the back to power the rakes. Oh, man. That's awesome. Do you like raking, or did you just make it about rakes because of the awesome pun? I just made it about the awesome pun. (laughs) If you had to choose any of the rake competitions, which one do you think that you would excel at the most? Um, I think it would be, um, since I like to build snow forts, I think it would be um, digging a moat out of leaves. Dig moats with rakes in an ocean of leaves? Yes. That one sounds like the most dangerous for sure. It would only be like three feet high. Okay, okay. All right, you've convinced me. Well, thanks for talking to me, and good luck at the wrestling tournament. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode, and thanks to today's authors, Luke and Colton. Parents, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more stories written by kids. And parents, don't forget to pick up your copy of the very first Story Pirates book, Stuck in the Stone Age, available wherever you buy books. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye! The Story Pirates podcast is a production of Gimlet Media. 
produced for Gimlet Media by Jasmine Romero and produced for the Story Pirates by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. Associate producers for Story Pirates are Peter McNerney and Lauren Glover. Technical direction by Sam Baer. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer and Josh Hahn at the Relic Room in New York City. Theme song by Bobby Lord. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. The Story Pirates podcast is written, directed, and performed by the Story Pirates. Contributors to today's episode include Mike Cavallon, Eric Gerson, Tessa Hirsch, Lee Overtree, Megan O'Neill, Peter McNerney, Rebecca Robles, Sam Rogal, and Rachel Winitsky. The music for The Chess Master was written and produced by the Gregory Brothers. All right, Mechorek, let's get out of here. Goodbye!